0: What are the evidences for evolution? Evidence that evolution of life forms has indeed taken place on Earth has come from many quarters. Fossils are the remains of hard parts of life forms found in rocks. Rocks form sediments and a cross section of the Earth's crust indicate the arrangement of sediments one over the other during the long history of Earth. Different aged rock sediments contain fossils of different life forms who probably died during the formation of the particular sediment some of them appear similar to the modern organisms they represent extinct organisms example dinosaurs a study of fossils is different in different sedimentary layers indicates the geological period in which they existed The study showed that life forms varied over time and certain life forms are restricted to certain geological time spans. Hence, new forms of life have arisen at different times in the history of Earth. All this is called paleontological evidence. Do you remember how the ages of fossils are are calculated? Do you recollect the method of radioactive dating and the principles behind the procedure? Embryological support for evolution was also proposed by Ernst Haeckel, based upon the observation of certain features during embryonic stage common to all vertebrates that are absent in adults. For example, the embryos of all vertebrates including human develop a row of vestigial gill slit just behind the head but it is a functional organ only in fish and not found in any other adult vertebrates. However, this proposal was disapproved on careful study performed by Carl Ernst von Wehr. He noted that the embryos never pass through the adult stages of other animals. Comparative anatomy and morphology shows similarities and differences among organisms of today and those that existed years ago. Such similarities can be interpreted to understand whether common ancestors were shared or not, for example, whales, bats, cheetah and human all members share similarities in the pattern of bones of four limbs those though these four limbs perform different functions in these animals they have similar anatomical structure all of them have humerus radius ulna, carpels metacarpals and phalanges in their four limbs hence in these animals the same structural development along different directions due to adaptation to different needs this is divergent evolution and these structures are homologous. Homology indicates common ancestry. Other examples are vertebrate hearts or brains. In plants also the thorns and tendrils of Bhagen, velia and cucurbita represent homology. Homology is based on divergent evolution whereas analogy refers to a situation exactly opposite. Wings of butterfly and of birds look alike They are not anatomically similar structures, though they perform similar functions. Hence, analogous structures are a result of convergent evolution. Different structures evolving for the same function and hence having similarity. Other examples of analogy are the eyes of the octopus and of mammals or the flippers of penguins and dolphins. One can say that it is, similar habi- in, it is the similar habitat that has resulted in selection of similar adaptive features in different groups of organisms, but towards the same function. Sweet potato root or root modica- modification and potato stem modification is another example for analogy. In the same line of argument, similarities in proteins and genes performing a given function among diverse organisms give clues to common ancestry. These biochemical similarities point to the same shared ancestry as structural similarities among their diverse organisms. Man has bred selected plants and animals for agriculture, horticulture, sport, or security. Man has domesticated many wild animals and crops. This intensive breeding program has created breeds that differ from other breeds, example dogs, but still are of the same group. It is argued that if within hundreds of years, man could create new breeds, could not nature have done the same over millions of years. Another interesting observation supporting evolution by natural selection comes from the England. In a collection of moths, Made in the 1850s, that is before industrialization set in, it it was observed that there were more white winged moths on the trees than dark winged or melanized moths. However, in the collection carried out from the same area but after industrialization, that is in 1920, there were more dark winged moths in the same area, that is, the proportion was reversed. The explanation put forth for this observation was that predators will spot a moth against a contrasting background. During post-industrialization period, the tree's trunk became dark due to industrial smoke and soots. Under this condition, the wide-winged moth did not survive due to predators. Dark-winged or melanized moth survived. Before industrialization set in, the growth of almost white-colored lichens covered the trees. In in that background, the white-winged moths survived, but the dark-colored moths were picked out by the predators. Do you know that lichens can be used as industrial pollution indicators? They will not grow in areas that are polluted. Hence, moths that were able to camouflage themselves that is hide in the background survived this understanding is supported by the fact that in areas where industrialization did not occur example in rural areas the count of melanic moths was low this showed that in a mixed population those that can better adapt survive and increase in population size remember that no variant is completely wiped out Similarly, excess use of herbicides, pesticides, etc. has only resulted in the selection of resistant varieties in a much lesser time scale. This is also true for microbes against which we employ antibodies or drugs against eukaryotic organisms or cells. Hence, resistance organisms or cells are appearing in a time scale of months or years and not centuries. These are the examples of evolution by anthropogenic action. This also tells us... That evolution is not a directed process in the sense of determinism. It is a stochastic process based on chance events in nature and chance mutation in the organisms. What is adaptive radiation? During his journey, Darwin went to Galapagos Islands. There he observed an amazing diversity of creatures. Of particular interest, small blackbirds, later called Darwin's finches, amazed him. He realized that there were many varieties of finches in the same island. All the varieties he conducted evolved on the same island itself. From the original seed-eating features, many other forms with altered beak arose, enabling them to become insectivorous and vegetarian finches. This process of evolution of different species in a given geographical area starting from a point and literally radiating to other areas of geography or habitats is called adaptive radiation. Darwin's finches represent one of the best examples of this phenomena. Another example is Australian marsupials. A number of marsupials, each different from the other evolved from an ancestral stock but all within the Australian island continent when more than one adaptive radiation appear to have occurred in an island geographic in an isolated geographical area or representing different habitats one can call this convergent evolution placental mammals in australia also exhibit the adaptive radiation in evolving into varieties of such placental mammals each of which appears to be similar to a corresponding marsupial example placental wolf and tarsme and Tasmanian wolf marsupial.